Welcome to the Tuning In Podcast, where we talk alignment, intuition, and our internal guidance system. We cover woo-woo topics in an approachable and practical way. I'm your host, Dana Evans of Alignful.com. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Tuning In Podcast. This week, we have a really fun topic, and we're talking about busyness and how to bust the busyness cycle and why busyness is a distraction and not a reality. So I have spent, I just finished, today is day nine of my nine-day cleanse that I did with Medical Medium. If you want to know more about that, I have some Instagram TV videos that I did on my Instagram feed at Dana underscore Evans talking about why I decided to cleanse and how this time my inner voice guided me to cleanse versus my mind. And it's a very different intention going into the cleanse than normal. One of the things that I do whenever I do a cleanse is I see it as not just a physical cleanse. It's not just about food and my diet. It's really a chance for me to hit the pause button, hit the reset button, and reassess. So not only did I spend the last nine days following a relatively strict eating plan, which to be honest, I didn't love, but I had the intention of cleansing my liver. So this is the medical medium 369 liver cleanse because our livers hold a lot of pent up emotions along with, of course, toxins. Our livers are like water filters. They filter all of the environmental toxins, all of the products that you put on your body, all of the stress. They actually absorb excess adrenaline that comes into your system when you're under stress. And man, they're powerhouses. Like I love my liver. I've been doing a liver meditation every night where I just tell it how I see how it's undervalued and I love it for everything it does. But a big part of that is releasing emotions. So this holistic view of a cleanse is, yes, I'm cleansing my body of excess toxins and physically releasing stuff and simplifying what goes in so it's not taxing my liver so that my liver I think of it like if you have a house cleaner who you know keeps your house picked up every week then you have more time to organize underneath your sink and organize the cupboards and clean out your closet right because the maintenance is done so when I do a cleanse like this the maintenance is the food that goes into my body and even on my body I was only using oils this week is simplified so it's like the house aka my body is picked up really well and then my liver and the other systems in my body can do the deep cleaning they can go inward and do the deep scrubbing and clean out all the closets so that's a really wonderful physical place but it's also an emotional cleanse because a lot of emotions are releasing the last couple days I was so cranky so agitated. I felt depressed. I felt sad, all sorts of feelings. And I used my emotional processing technique to process those. And today I woke up feeling much lighter all around, but it's also a time to reassess lifestyle choices. So things like how I spend my time. I mean, whenever I do a cleanse, I like to really step back and slow down. So I didn't do as much work 
nor did I really have the energy to. I didn't really socialize and I kind of kept to myself. I went to bed really early every night. I was practicing my meditations. I took a bath one night. I did dry brushing. I did face mask, the primarily pure turmeric face mask is awesome. If you go to their website, use code alignful10 for 10% off. FYI. I use their clarifying face mask. It has turmeric in it. I love it. I use it under my arms to detoxify my underarms and the lymph nodes under there. So it's this whole process. And I also then check in with like, what are the things that I do? What am I being triggered? Like, where am I feeling anxious? Like, where would I want to have a drink or make macaroni and cheese? And since that's not an option, how am I going to deal instead? You know, what accounts am I looking at at Instagram that don't feel good? And I can release those, right? I can unfollow those accounts. What am I consuming? What books am I reading? What podcasts am I listening to? I really use it as a time to reflect on my entire life. It is really so much more than a cleanse for the physical body. And that is my own evolution of how I see my body as more than just the physical form because I used to, I'm no stranger to cleanses. I've been doing cleanses since I was like 20 and I used to do them because I thought I needed to, right? That I was doing something wrong that I need to clean up my diet and get healthy. But I really don't see it that way anymore. And I see it as a way to push the pause button and get to reassess my entire life. And it just felt like a really important time to do it with all that's going on in the world. I also started it on the new moon and I'm going into a launch that you may know about or you'll hear about July 20th. We have a five-day free challenge where you get to learn about your inner voice and how it can help you feel more grounded and less busy and more connected in everyday life and like you have your shit together. (laughs) versus feeling frantic and frazzled. So basically it was a really important time for me to do a cleanse and it also helped me slow down and reevaluate what I'm doing and how I'm spending my time, which leads us into this week's episode, which is all about busyness. I talk about how we can reevaluate what busyness means and see it for what it really is so that we can make conscious choices on how to not be busy, but to actually be effective and how to use your inner voice to guide you toward that. So without further ado, here's this week's episode. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Happy Woo Woo Wednesday. Okay, my friends. Do you ever feel busy, overwhelmed, and like there's too much on your plate? Anyone raising your hands out there? (laughs) Often those are conversations that I have with people all the time. I mean, I deal with it myself. It's really easy to get lost in the loop of being busy. And a lot of the work I talk about as you know, is about slowing down and tuning inward and asking yourself the questions instead of going out and consuming more information, right? Which adds to your own busyness. And the pushback that I tend to get is that you don't have time. Don't have time to slow down. I have too many things to do. And that is in fact the problem. In my membership, even the members 
love the information, right? They love learning about going inward. They love learning about releasing their emotions. They love learning about using your inner voice to guide your day-to-day decisions, right? But they ask me, well, how do I do this in regular life? Because I'm so busy. I like the idea, but I don't have time to slow down and do this. And in the membership, we actually talk about this deeply of what it actually means to slow down and be busy. But just on this episode, I do want to address this topic of busyness because I see it as a badge that people wear. We are taught that you are more important, more significant, and more valued if you are busy. For a full schedule means that you are necessary, right? Or does it? Have you ever taken stock of all the things that are on your list? You may notice that you make to-do lists and then you just keep adding, just keep adding, just keep adding. In fact, the other day I made a to-do list and I've learned from quite a few productivity people, it's ideal to have like three key things to do. My list had 15 things I needed to do yesterday. Do you think I got them done? No, I did not get them done because it was too many tasks. And it was a lot of low-level tasks that weren't actually important, but I felt that I needed to do them. And they end up taking up your time and energy without actually moving you forward, right? That's the problem a lot of times with the to-do list is it's really nice to add all the things to a list. And I'm all for like a brain dump, right? Where you get everything out on paper. But before you start trying to check the things off the list, you can actually assess the list. You can assess it. You can assess your to-do items. You can assess your work tasks. And you can assess your social calendar. Because even a social calendar can be a mere distraction from real life. And real life is the life that is in you. The life that you have control over, the time and energy that you spend with yourself is real life. I am going to say this once and for all. Busyness is a distraction, not a necessary action. When you are busy, are you truly busy doing important work or are you really doing things like keeping yourself from feeling uncomfortable feelings? distracting yourself from doing the important, deep, reflective work, occupying your time so you can feel accomplished without actually accomplishing things, filling your plate with unnecessary tasks that you can use to opt out of other important work. These are the questions to ask. I actually learned a great practice from one of my mentors who I coach for, James Wedmore, of how to deal with being busy. And he calls it dad. Now we go deep into this in this month's membership content, but I did want to touch on it on the podcast. Basically to dad, D-A-D, is to delete, automate, or delegate. All you need to do is make a list of tasks, which let's be honest, you probably already have a to-do list in front of you, and really look at and consider each task and ask yourself, do these drag me down? Do these inspire me? Do these move me, my business, my personal life, my relationships forward? Do they bring me joy? Am I excited to work on these tasks? Do they require a deep level of work and commitment that is ultimately going to result in a lot of progress in what I'm working toward achieving? 
Or do they wear me down? Do they exhaust me? Do they frustrate me? Do they take up a bunch of time and not really give me a bunch of results? And then when you look at those tasks, you can ask, can I delete this task? Is it truly necessary? Can I automate it? Is there some function that will make this task happen without my active involvement? Or can I delegate it to a friend, a family member, a spouse, someone in your household? Can you pay someone to handle that task for you? And then go through, and once you decide what you can delete, automate, or delegate, what you're left with are the important tasks, the ones that only you can do that are really going to help you reach what you desire in life. And I encourage you to do this, not just for like house tasks and work tasks, but for your social life, checking Instagram, right? Who are you following? Can you delete them, (laughs) right? Responding to different messages. Can you delegate that? Can you have an automated response that says, I'll get back to you within 24 hours so that you don't feel like you always have to be on. There's so many things in our lives that we feel we must do because we've been trained to do them by society, but we haven't ever stopped to ask, is this really moving me forward? Is this really something I want to spend my time on? Because your time and your attention and your energy, once it's gone, it's gone. I actually really like to play with to-do lists with the inner voice. So when you look at a task, especially one that your mind is really attached to doing, you can ask your inner voice, do I need to do this? And then wait and receive the answer. And if the inner voice says no, then it's a really good time to question the mind. Why are you attached to this? What secondary gain are you getting mind from doing this task that my inner voice sees as unnecessary? Maybe it's accolation, right? Maybe your family praises you for making the most complicated dinner every night when in fact you could make taco bowls that takes you 20 minutes. Maybe you feel guilty about having your groceries delivered, right? When your husband's working or something and you just don't feel like going to the store and having the groceries or a meal delivered, right? What are the secondary gains going on that makes your mind so attached? And then what would become possible if you release that task? What could you do with that freed up time and energy? And let me be clear, I don't necessarily mean what other tasks could you mark off, but what could you do to fill your soul, to take care of yourself, to move you toward joy and real satisfaction in what you're taking action on. Maybe it's a few minutes of reflection. Maybe you actually deep dive into the creative project that you've been wanting to do. Maybe you take a nap. Maybe you spend 10 minutes having quality time with your kid or a conversation with a friend. There's so many things that we can do with our time that truly fill us up, but instead we fill ourselves and our cups with meaningless tasks that keep us busy, that keep us from going deep, that keep us from the nitty gritty juicy work of life. And then life becomes really superficial because there's always going to be the dishwasher to unload, 
grocery shopping to do and laundry to fold. But will there always be a mountain to climb with your family? Or a spontaneous trip to the beach? Or maybe even just a spontaneous call with a friend? What fills you up versus what are things that just make your mind feel important? Like it's doing something. Because I cannot tell you the number of times people have said to me, I can't just do nothing, Dana. That's a waste of time. And I just want you to really think about that. What about doing nothing is a waste of time? Whose time? According to who? What time? What are you wasting? Is it a waste of time to enjoy yourself laying outside and staring at the clouds? Is it a waste of time to spend a few moments asking yourself really important questions and journaling on the answers? Is it a waste of time to take a nap that will restore you and make you feel more creative? Or is it actually the best use of your time? Is it better to pause and take time away instead of just nosediving into the doing without considering what's the purpose of the doing? We have a really complicated relationship with doing nothing versus being busy. And doing nothing isn't actually nothing, right? Because so much unfolds in the unknown. How many times have you gotten a wonderful idea, not when you are thinking hard to create an idea, but when you're taking a shower? Oh, for example, my business name is Alignful. I am so in love with that name. And it just had its one-year birthday a couple of weeks ago. And I remember... Oh no, it's a two-year birthday. So two years ago, my brother and I, I had been in June like thinking of, I'm like, I need a business name. I need a business name. Of course, I don't need a business name, but at the time I thought I did. And I was like thinking of all these ideas. What could it be? And I was working so hard to come up with an idea. And then I was doing this fulfillment project and I was with my brother. We were in the warehouse and we were literally folding shirts and just having awesome conversation. And I was just talking to him about how I was coming up, trying to think of an idea. And I was describing, you know, what I wanted to communicate with my brand and just doing a monotonous task of folding shirts and packing, folding and packing, folding and packing. And then out of the blue, boom, a line full mindful alignment, aligned mindfulness. Oh my God, Ian, I just came up with my business idea. I immediately, that was June 14th, 2018. I immediately bought the domain on hover.com and have never looked back. So that came in the pause, right? That came doing like the really mindless work, which is why we often get ideas from the shower, right? When you're thinking hard, And when you let go, your subconscious can take over. But when you're constantly busy, when you're constantly doing, when you're constantly trying to keep your obsessive thoughts at bay and keep the emotions pushed down and using busyness as a distraction from feeling, from being, and from going deep, then you don't give yourself the opportunity for those insights, for inspired action to hear even from your inner voice because you're using your mind as a shield from the depths of your soul. 
you are protecting yourself from the deep knowing of what is within. From that cellular, one of my favorite words that I made up, from that cellular connection to self. The deep work, the deep creativity, the work that you get lost in, the doing that brings you so much satisfaction and fulfillment and joy because it's what is for you. That's what we keep ourselves from when we are constantly trying to be busy. Busyness is doing small things that take up time but don't move you forward, either in your actual work or your overall well-being and joy. So what would it look like to declare, I will not be busy just to be busy. I will prioritize slowing down so I can speed up. I recognize that I can choose whether or not to be busy and I get to decide where my energy and attention goes. The more you slow down and check inward and ask your inner voice about what to do and what's next, the more you will see what is truly important, not just the busy work. Are you ready? And if you want to learn more about the inner voice and how you can use that going forward, visit my website, alignful.com, because we have a free five-day inner voice challenge coming up on July 20th. And when you sign up, you'll get access to the challenge and a free guide to help you start going inward now. Until next time. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for joining me on another episode of the Tuning In Podcast. As always, if this would resonate with anyone you know, please share the episode. You can follow along with my journey on Instagram at Dana underscore Evans or find me on my website at alignful.com.